Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center. Where you will hear from people who have stories that once seem hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful, they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. All right, everybody, welcome back to Stories of Hope. I'm Brady, and we're excited to keep rolling with this podcast with different members of our team here at the Dream Center, as well as other people in our community. And today, we are joined by Tangie Bowman. How you doing? Hey, Brady, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Super excited to hear about your story of hope today, and we're just going to kind of talk through life and what it's looked like and go from there. So... Really, off the top here, we would love to just kind of hear how you got to the Dream Center to begin with. Okay, yeah. So, I moved to Simpsonville in July of 2020. Um, Just stepped out on faith, and I was previously working at the Western Carolina Rescue Ministry, so I would commute every day back and forth to Asheville, and I did this for... um, Two years almost, and um, and so I start beginning to look for jobs because I can't do anything until God released me. And in October, He says, "Okay, I want you to have a job here in South Carolina." And um, by January, so they He gave me to go ahead, and I began to search, and I went out indeed, and and I think I was a little bit tired um, because you know I. Started being sloppy. I just saw some interest in some stuff and didn't read all the job details. And so I had saw something on the Dream Center and it, and it talked about women. And um, I was like, okay. But I didn't read all the information about it. Right. And actually, so I submitted it and actually it was applying for the resident manager. Yep. And, um, which that was great, but that that just couldn't happen for me because I had a daughter, and um, so Tony calls me back and said, "Hi, Miss Bowman, you applied here," and I'm like, "Yes." He said, "Well, did you did you look at everything that the job entails?" And I said, "No, sir, I didn't." And it was so funny because. Um, there was another job available, but it hadn't even posted. Right. And so God just worked that thing out for us. And I, I'm so glad to be here at the Dream Center. Yeah, I mean, we're glad too. You're, you've been amazing. We're thankful to have you on our team. Uh, you mentioned, you know, working in ministry, other nonprofits in the past. Um, what ways have you grown or seen yourself even change through the work that you've done in um, nonprofit world to those that kind of feel hopeless. What have you seen over the last couple of years in, you know, this line of work? Yes. So when I worked for Western um, Carolina Rescue Mission, um, I, I pastored the women and children there and the Lord spoke to me and he said, did you ever think that your daughter Horizon will be playing with homeless children? Never in my mind. Never in my mind. And it just changed my whole entire world. I look at people through a different lens. And I have taken that with me. A lot of times I feel like people think I've done so much for them. But honestly, they've done so much for me. Right. 
they keep me humble. Mm. Keep me humble, Brady. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's it's crazy to see even just people that are coming in the door here, how often, like you just said, like so much of our conversation post intakes and everything yes. like that, so much of the testimony from those conversations is you saying like, that impacted me probably more than yes. anything else. Yes. Um, and obviously we're, we're in a great position where we're lucky to be able to provide resources for clients and all that, but it really is. And I've, I've been there as well in crisis intervention and everything yes. like that. Yes. So my next question is, um, what motivates you to be able to come in every day and problem solve in some of these like life challenging circumstances? Cause obviously not all of them are easy. And sometimes it's kind of hard to find a solution. So is there a way that you kind of prepare? Wow, that's a great question, um, Brady. So let me just say this. First of all, I'm so excited about working for the Dream Center. I absolutely hate when I miss it, when I'm off, right? The people motivate me every day, every day. My gift is to give them hope Mm -hmm. and a solution. So if I do that one thing, to give someone hope, I feel like I'm doing my job completely. So that's what made it motivates me is being able to give someone hope uh, where people have rejected them and said absolutely no right. to them. So hope is hope is my job to give. Yeah, wow. I love that. So Tangi, can you share a time when you witnessed life transformation and just the power and the beauty of Jesus at the Dream Center? Like a time that you will never forget something that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Wow, Sarah, there has been so many times that I have witnesses that um, um, I'm trying to think of some particular stories. Um, just the other day, I met a man And a lot of times people think if you're coming here at the Dream Center, you have a drug addiction problem or you're, you know, that's not always the case. I met a man and um, his wife uh, was killed by a drunk driver with his granddaughter and his life has never, ever, ever been the same. Um, He, his, his middle son didn't even talk to him, the one, um, that his daughter, uh, the the daughter of his father. And um, it's just life-changing because when he came here that day, he was so broken, so broken. But at the end of the day, I asked the question, and he says, you know, I'm still here. I could have taken an easy way out. I could have just killed myself. But God has still work for me to do. And so just being able to fellowship with him and give him hope. He's very sad on the days that he's not here. He's trying to find out ways when it, it, how he can get here on the days he didn't have a ride or transportation. Um, that's just one. Another time is I had a young couple come in to the Dream Center. Um, the guy had just got out of rehab six months ago. Um, he's a twin to a brother. And they're living with her parents, and he just feels like it's no way out. 
but the Lord, he gave his life to Christ right here in the Dream Center. Mm, God be the glory in his life. I, I still check in with him from time to time, and he is doing well. But again, hope, giving people hope. Let them know that God has purpose for them, um, helping him walk into his God-given potential. Um, it's just so amazing. Man, that's awesome. So kind of on the other side of that, where it's been talking about how you've been able to be used by the Lord to give people hope and to show them hope. Um, has there ever been a time in your life when you felt hopeless and someone was there for you? Of course. Of course. <laughs> it it messes me up. Um, when I get off work, I literally sit in my driveway 30 minutes to one hour just to think, especially if I'm seeing a mother and children and they're in a domestic situation and I can't find them a shelter, it wears on me. So I have to give it to God because I have to remember that they are his children and he loves them more than I could ever love them and so I have to give it to God I have to trust God and it's okay that we can remind God of yeah. his word amen Ooh, that's yeah. good yeah, so amen good. so hey the righteous is never forsaken yeah. and I believe that he will provide for them and I'm touching and agreeing I'm gonna do the work on, on our half they're gonna do the work on their half but we're believing we our faith connect together yeah that's awesome as far as you know Obviously, we want to continue to share hope through personal stories as well. Um, what has your kind of faith journey looked like as far as um, situations where you had to, not even at work, just in personal of like, hey, Lord, I'm I'm desperate for something here. And I would just love to hear a little bit about like some of your personal testimony, some of what you've seen God do and move for you um, that really can inspire hope for people in potentially yes. the same situation. Yes, I have so many stories of that. I'm going to tell you a story about my sons. Um, so I start sowing a seed in his life when he was in ninth grade. And um, and I, I was we were believing God for a scholarship for him for football. And, we, and I was so tired. I would write it on my folder, my tithing offer every single day. Every Sunday, I would give a seed for him, and and he was a great football player. He got moved up to varsity his freshman year. It was very, very promising for him. His 10th grade year, he tore his ACL, and then again his senior year, he tore his ACL. And I was in the midst of having a house built right and so our plans for scholarship have went out the window. And so I'm in a bad decision right now because I'm in the middle of getting a house built. And anybody know how that goes? You can't take out any loans. You can't yeah. charge a credit card. You can't do anything. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, what am I to do? What am I to do? And the Lord reminded me. He said, you have, you have sowed seed in his life. And so we called the school, we called Mars Hill College, and because um, they told us how much we were going to have to pay to go there, and right. there's no way. And you guys, I tell, I promise you, this was in July. School started in August. This lady said, well, all our scholarships is gone, but you can still apply. 
By the grace of God, my son got a full scholarship. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a full wow. scholarship. We didn't Sheesh. have to pay anything. So my faith is with God. I believe in him so much. He has never let me down. Yeah. He has never let me down. And so God is so good. He is so amazing. I hope that this encouraged someone um, and remind them not to throw in the towel, just to keep on pressing, just to keep on dreaming, yes. keep on believing. That's amazing. Uh, that's a perfect. My next question is, you know, you've seen God do all these amazing things in your life. So what's one thing that you wish that you know now about the Lord and how he works that if you could go back 20 years and tell yourself, hey, remember this, even in this circumstance, it may take a minute to see it. But what's poten- what's one thing that you have seen and learned about the Lord that you wish you could tell 20 years ago, Tangie? Not to get ahead of him. Not to get ahead of him, to totally trust him. Because sometimes we get ahead of him and then we have to go right back where we started from. Mm. To hear his voice, to be obedient to his word, not to get in front of the Lord. Just to trust the process. Trust the process. Mm. Wow. That's good. So you... Over your time here at the Dream Center working and being, you've been in a couple different roles here and you got to experience a lot of different aspects of the Dream Center um, and all the ministries that we have. So like, what is like the biggest thing that you've learned since working here? The biggest thing that I have learned since working here. Wow, I've learned so much. I have learned so much. But specifically with crisis, um, I'm, I'm a work in progress. And one of the things I'm constantly learning is even when I'm tired, I got to trust God. Even when I feel like people are just trying to get over sometimes, I got to trust God. I've got to see people through the lenses that God sees us through, right? Yeah. So I can't afford to judge anyone, right? That's just, I can't. So that's always a work in progress. I can't judge. I have to sit still and listen and be able to discern and hear God. Because when I get ahead of him, I mess it all up. And that's not fair to anyone. So I always have to be prayed up before I walk into these doors. Prayed up. I love that. Yes. I have to stay prayed up. I have to be covered in the whole armor of God. Because these are lives that we are talking about. So you've already shared so many great um, tidbits of wisdom and you've had so many great experiences and you shared so many great um, pieces of wisdom. But what would you say to a listener today that is feeling hopeless? That's kind of in that situation where they don't know what to do. They're doubting that Lord's going to provide. What is that like big thing that you could tell them that they're struggling with today? I could tell them that faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Make your petitions to the Lord known. And he hears your cries. And, I mean, it's a faith builder. You've got to believe. you got to want these things. You you can't throw in the towel. Uh, we deal with the spirit of rejection and abandonment. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, God comes in and he changes things. Just get with someone. Um, have a mentor. Have Go to your pastor. Go to someone that's going to encourage you. Not not say, girl, you need to give up because no, you don't keep keep um, being persistent. Do not give up. Uh, Allow yourself to dream again. Write down those goals. What are your dreams? 
hold yourself accountable. Mm. How am I going to get there? My credit's bad. What do I need to do? Get with people who will lift you up, who's going to encourage you in the Lord. Allow yourself to dream again. I love that. I love that a lot. I knew that was going to be good. Right when we put that question down, I was like, oh, man, (laughs) Tangie's going to. She's going to let them have it too at the end, which is going to, which is, it's going to bless people. Cause even sitting in this room, I'm sitting here like, okay, Amen. my encouragement for the day. And, Amen. Yeah. but Tangie, thank you so much for being on here with us today. I my think that pleasure. you're, you, what you, what you've said, the truth that you've spoken about the Lord, the, sto- the story that you've shared of personal while also professional, there's just so much good, good stuff in here for whoever's listening and, I'm excited if people get to hear. Can I say one other thing? Absolutely. So many people think they're not worthy. Some pe- so many people think, well, God doesn't love me like that, or it won't happen to me like that. I I mean, the Bible says, weep may endure for a night, but joy cometh yes. in the morning. Yep. And I just decree and declare that your joy is on your way, mm-hmm. that it is here, and you just walk into it and take full authority over it. That's amazing. She got the Holy Spirit chills. Yep, absolutely. Well, if you're listening today, thank you for being here. We are so thankful that you're listening to Stories of Hope, and hopefully we'll see you back next week. See you guys later.